It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Judy Rosenberg, Dr. Judy WTF, what the Freud. And today's topic is plagiarism and narcissism. And even though they say that plagiarism is the biggest form of flattery, if you've been plagiarized, I don't think you think that at all. Uh, so this is a call-in show, everybody. And I want to hear about you and how you have been betrayed, deceived, um, made to feel that you're very special only to find out later that they have siphoned off all of your great concepts, ideas, artwork, etc. So one of the, the, the themes behind this is the, the narcissist being somebody who indeed is not a full formed person and they have a big hole in the soul. So what do we do to fill holes in the souls? A lot of things. Some people drink, some people smoke, some people do uh, uh, other forms of drugs, some people overeat, some people shop, some people use computers all day, and some people like to suck the light out of other people in the form of their ideas. Now, as you know, there are millions and billions of concepts on the planet. And sometimes similar concepts come up in, uh, in different people's minds. It's just that plagiarism is a little bit more than that. And, and from my experience, um, I, I find that you can easily spot a plagiarist because they're basically copying not only your words, but your patterns. So there's a theme that runs through their work. And if you look at it carefully and even look at the words and the word count and the word structures, you will begin to see a pattern. Now, I could say that I've plagiarized Ford or John Bowlby because I talk about attachment theory, but not really. Relax, everybody. I don't plagiarize Ford and John Bowlby because... The, the distinction is that I give them credit. If I find that I grow on somebody's idea, then I will hopefully remember to quote them, uh, give them credit, acknowledge how they have added value to my work. And uh, I, will, I will give credit to the concept of panel seven, which I call the synergy panel or the paradigm shift panel, which is the idea that one, plus one is greater than who I am. So I add my knowledge and then somebody else adds their knowledge. I acknowledge their knowledge. And as a result of it, there is more light to give to the world. It's just that from a narcissistic point of view, and let's go over to panel five for a minute here. Uh, you see all those little isms, these circles that I call uh, defense mechanism and narcissism is a defense mechanism against pain 
and uh, uh, feeling empty and feeling like a fraud. And so in order to fill up this empty shell, which is a very painful feeling, and we'll trace it in mind map it, but this very painful feeling, a feeling like a nothing, like a nobody, which started at the causal point, which we are going to trace because I always do, meaning the blueprint, meaning family of origin and the treatment and the messaging that was uh, a hand-me-down blueprint to uh, uh, the, the next generation. As a result of this hole in the soul, unfortunately, uh, there, there, there needs to be a, a, a puffing up. So if they feel like nothing, nobody, then what do they have to do is they have to defend by a rebound defense of feeling greater than, more important than, and smarter than, and all of those graders. Okay, so this is a call and show everybody. I do want to hear from you. In the meantime, please know that we have a beautiful staff of people, uh, people who work with me in the mind map system way. And if you're interested in doing this journey, you can with me, one of my staff members, and certainly you can purchase the mind map video series, which is a total breakdown uh, of the mind map. And that is available as a download of Vimeo, so to speak. So also, if you haven't grabbed a copy of my PDF book, please know that you can. And you can give us your email and we will send you the PDF version if you want the harder copy version, go to Amazon, you can purchase it. We also offer free consultations. So the distinction between ideas and crossing paths with ideas, which many people do, and plagiarism is number one, there's this drive to fill the hole in the soul. There are childhood wounds that stack the cards for this to play out. And last of all, of course, there's no acknowledgement of another person's work. So they don't believe in giving credit where credit is due. They like to be the credit. So with that said, I want to quote something and not plagiarize the quote. Narcissists are ravenous for new ideas and visions. And so one of the favorite things for a narcissist to be is to be big and visionary and be uh, on top of the, the, the game of whatever game of life they are uh, uh, playing. It's just that they're not really inventing this game, they're copycatting this game and leaving out the credit for the people who created uh, the, the essence of it and the, the ideas of it and uh, whatever um, uh, a material that goes into the, the makings of something artistic or philosophical or uh, engineer oriented or psychologically oriented or medically oriented. And so again, they don't really like the idea of synergy because synergy again means including other people, acknowledging other people and other people are not part of their vision. It's a vision of me. And there really is no we other than the we that co-signs and holds up a, 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 a false mirror to that person saying, yay, you're good, and, you know, and, and thumbs up and hearts and flowers and so on. Now that person can be included in the we because they're puffing up the me, me, me. So I want you to see this as a system gone wrong. And, and that's how I like to look at things because we can get into oh, you're so terrible, and oh, you're, you know, you're bad, you're good, and I think that that naturally is human instinct to feel that way, but what I'm more interested in is breaking it down so that people can truly understand it, and also uh, an ounce of um, uh, prevention, right, is very important, because you certainly do not want to do business with a narcissist, and if you're going to do business Make sure you cross the T's, dot the I's, get a lawyer involved, and get as much legal um, <clears throat> advice as possible and have very, very strong uh, boundaries. So again, when getting involved in business, creative, or educational endeavors, it is really, really important to establish 
uh, these boundaries. By the way, this quote, uh, narcissists are ravenous. If they can't conjure up one idea themselves, they will steal yours. Linda Martinez Louie, PhD, recovering and healing after the narcissist. So what the Freud is going on here? Why are they driven to do this kind of thing? Well, because let's take a look at the blueprint and panel one wounds. So if you look at panel one, it's a metaphor. My, my artwork is a metaphor for our darkness and our light. So the light represents our full potential. The darkness is the shadows that shadow over our potential to be the best of our best. They're the compromised uh, version of us and the injuries that really uh, uh, stunt our psycho-spiritual growth. So in the case of the narcissist, a lot of stunting took place, uh, sometimes in the form of control and manipulation. And if you look at the parents of narcissists, then you can see why that person would defend through the, the mechanism of, of plagiarism is because number one, the parents stole their persona. So if a parent steals your persona, if they, it, it, in essence, um, uh, uh, enroll you to, to represent what their wishes and their ideas and their uh, philosophies are, if in, in some sense you grow up as in service to your parents who then use and abuse your being to do their bidding and their doing, well, there is the beginning of the blueprint for plagiarism because in, an es in essence, that's what the parent did to the child. They plagiarized their own child. They sucked out their ideas. They sucked out their talent. They sucked out their... their goodwill, their work. Sometimes they suck out their money and take loans from their children. And this goes on and on and on. And so there's the blueprint. And so um, just from a, a survival point of view, it, it seems that there would be some sort of a, um, a, a, a revenge to do same and earn back that, um, that, that, Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers psychological robbery, if you will. And so then this plays out in a what the Freud later in life, which is what the mind map tracks so that we can stop the madness, stop the patterning, and then intercept with these defense mechanisms that end up breaking down anyway, because I want to go back to some principles of the mind map. And one of the principles is that when you're coming from the consciousness of, let's say, manipulation, lying, plagiarism, if you're coming from that consciousness, that is not part of your life. It's part of your wounded expression of the self. And when things are not built from the light, if they're, they're not built from healthy um, concepts, from healthy emotions, from healthy uh, um, psychological role models, then what's going to happen? Uh, these wounds are going to go into reactions. And then these reactions are going to encode into horrible negative core beliefs that are, are triggered in the process. And then these horrible core beliefs are going to be activated by anyone, could be a, a 
a spouse, could be a child, could be a boss, could be a friend, could be the news, could be anyone. And then you go down into chaos, defenses, and breakdowns. And so these geniuses that plagiarize are um, needing to huff and puff and blow uh, 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 this, this, this image about themselves uh, 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 bigger and then remove the people who added value to them because they're of no value anymore. Uh, so this inflated sense of self, entitlement, and an extrinsic value that um, that that they they, uh, they they they're needing is that something that the material and the ideas and the concepts can provide them with. But again, they um, they cut the connection between those ideas and acknowledging that they come from so and so and such and such because somehow they feel that if they acknowledge that they would in essence um, devalue themselves by um, saying that they're not the genius, they're not the special one. And nobody with this narcissistic core wants to be in, in a compromised less than uh, position. So uh, how is this done? Well, it's done strategically. And so what people have to be careful about, just warning signs for the people who have been plagiarized, is number one, don't be fooled by flattery. So somebody comes to you and says, oh my God, you're, you're amazing. You're the best. Oh my God, look at what you've created. Nice, but now beware, because they might want to then latch on to you and suck out your ideas, which is fine. I'm all for learning. I'm all for helping people grow. But then at a certain point, um, they will, they'll seek you out because they're intrigued at what you have to offer. They'll charm you into trusting them. And once that trust is built, they will invite you to open up their, to, to your ideas and business and create uh, plans making making you think that they have your best interest at heart. So in a sense, it's sort of like they love bomb you and they act as if you're the special one and they acknowledge that up front. It's just that somewhere along the line when their bellies are nice and full, when their empty shell is nice and full of your goodies, they somehow turn it around, gaslight you, and make it seem as though it was their idea all along and that you're the one that's hurting them and stealing them and stopping their growth. Now, does that sound familiar to anybody? Please call in and let me know if this has been an experience that you've had. And we're going to also trace what makes you vulnerable to this kind of a scheme, this kind of a, uh, a, a horrible betrayal uh, a horrible uh, um, sucking of your energy and ideas and eventually money. And so I'd like to hear from you. If this has happened to you, uh, let's trace it. And uh, in the meantime, please know that uh, we're posting blogs pretty regularly and there will be a blog up on this subject, hopefully by tomorrow. So look for it because it's a great synopsis of everything that I'm talking about tonight. So you can listen and then review and read about it. And mainly, as Einstein said, and it's a quote in my book, smart people solve problems and geniuses prevent them. So hopefully I could help you to be a genius and prevent this from happening to you because it is very, very costly. It is very, very time consuming. It's, mo it's emotionally draining and it's vampiring. That's the thing. So why is this person or these types of people behaving this way is because in their blueprint, they've been controlled, they've been manipulated, they've been demeaned, devalued, destroyed, they've been vampired themselves. So this is the the game that they know. So the, they were taught by the best, meaning mom, dad, primary caregivers. And this is what they're blueprinting off of. 
What's sort of nasty about it is they genuinely feel that they're doing the world a great favor. They're genuinely feeling like they're healers and they may be very good at this. They may be very good healers. It's just that, again, I'm gonna go back to my mind map and I mean this, I've seen it happen over and over again. When you come from the consciousness of narcissistic demeaning, devaluing, stealing, vampiring, it's going to break somewhere somehow it will break down because i believe and i've seen that consciousness is causal so if you're in a consciousness of taking and uh, you're not in the consciousness of acknowledging then look at panel number four five six chaos defenses and breakdowns so we can always be confident that when we are coming from a great consciousness of, um, of, of truth, of honesty, of integrity, things will be manifested very differently for you. I assure you that. And it might look like you're in breakdown and, and it may, may look like you're, you're, you're being taken advantage of, but just let it play out. So somehow... Um, Dr. Judy, we have a call. Oh, great. Okay, so I just wanted to finish my sentence. So somehow know that when you're playing the game of integrity, there's a different outcome. And thank you so much for calling in. And what is your name? And you can make one up if you want to protect your privacy. Hi. Hi, Dr. Judy. Uh, Dale from Washington again. Hey, how are you doing? Um, good. You, you brought up a lot of sore points for me tonight, even though I said I've <clears throat> pretty much gotten through them nine steps and feel good about life. Uh, boy, when you go back through history and all the times I got screwed over by people, it, it, uh, it really, uh, yes. uh brought up. I, I was in the, the building trades and I, I built some beautiful custom homes. And then prior to that, I was working in apartments and I, I had a project where a guy from California came up and, uh, uh, really ran over a, a good contractor up here. He didn't use a bank. He had all the money of his own. And, and when it came to the monthly draws, he would say, gee, I don't like the looks of the 30 patios you just poured. I think they're an eighth of an inch off. I'm not going to pay you this month for oh, those. Oh, that's and a common one. He, just, yeah. he, he literally, literally bankrupted this guy. This guy, it, and the, the builder lost it and turned it over to me, and I tried to deal with the guy. Yeah. And I never ran into anything. And of course, I didn't know what I was dealing with. This guy was pure narcissist. So when I started checking into him, mm-hmm. um, he, I went out to dinner. One, he was bragging about all of the people that he ran into the ground and buried. Uh, yeah, he had they, a guy do a complete do kiss, tip off, right? He had, a, he had a complete kitchen remodel and he brought one of the best tile layers. And at the time, tile was very popular. And he bragged how he had the guy do it all to his specs and his everything. And when he was done, he told the guy, I don't like it. I'm not paying for anything. And oh. he, you know, that kind of stuff. And so uh, a year or two later, I was building a custom home and I was really proud of it. And this guy pulls up in a, in a really fancy car and he's a developer from down at the coast. And he says, you know, I really like your work and I really want you to build. And it started really buttering me up. That's it. And I thought, well, oh, this will be a, a, yep. this will be a lucrative job, and and he wanted to go look at lots, and then he wanted me to, and then I said, okay, are we going to get down to the contract? And then at the contract, my red flags went up because all of a sudden I said, well, I I can't guarantee that I can get you that exact plumbing fixture, but my contract says equal or better, you know, which is a standard term in our contracts because. We don't know from time to time when something's going to be available or not. So if we can't get you what you want, we'll get it something equal or better. Yeah, makes sense. And, and no, he didn't want that. He wanted specified right down to the model serial number and everything. And my red flag went up. So um, mm-hmm. um, I found out where he lived and I called the guy who built his house and he told me, run as fast as you can. He said, this guy bankrupted me. And it was a repeat of the same type of thing the other guy had done. Um, so these people take, a. it was a sport to them. It was a, it was gleeful. And, and when I came back on the guy, he says, uh, I said, I don't want to do business with you. And he, he, and and I said, I talked to your former builder and I knew all the things you did. And I said, 
you're a terrible person. I, I think it's just terrible what you do. He just smirked at me. Just the smirk came across his face. And it just tipped me off. Right. Busted. 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 Most people, I, I, I think that's such a great example because I think everybody out there knows people like this in some way, shape, or form. I definitely know people like this where they will, like you said, hire a contractor and then, or even hire an attorney. I know somebody who hired an attorney and said, well, I don't like the way you conducted yourself and, 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 and you've got, uh, you're not in our best interest and therefore I'm not going to pay you after many thousands of dollars of work that the person put in. And then we'll, we'll put the cherry on top and say something like, and you should be glad that I'm not suing you. And if you try to collect your money, then I will sue you. And then of course, everybody may, may, not everybody, but people have little specks of dirt here and there in life and they'll judge them up and they'll use them against you. So please everyone, heed what Dale is saying and do your research. And I love the fact that you busted this guy. How perfect. And there was your, uh, your evidence. He smirked. He didn't even bother to defend himself. He just, you know, like, oh, okay. No, he thought it was, he thought it was humorous that, that I had discovered what a, what a jerk he was right. and how he had busted. And when he, he told him about the poor other guy and what a good guy he was. He just thought it was funny that the other guy suffered so much. And I, I just really, uh, I, I had a, after that, from that point on in business, I took a whole nother approach. And I, whenever somebody came in with cash, I'd say, Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Your cash is going to go into escrow. It's not going to be in your bank anymore. If you want me to do something for you, it's going to be out of your control and in escrow. And a third party will agree upon when it will be released to me if I do what you wanted me to do. Yes. And um, people expected that. You know, there's something about the tougher you are with people, the more they respect you and the, it, it's easier to work with them it, rather than being the pushover. So, so look, Dylan, um, you've done I, a lot of work on yourself. So it's the pushovers. It's the sweet, kind-hearted people who genuinely believe in um, healing people. People like me, <laughs> you know, we believe in people and a little softer and a little naive. Now, I've toughened up a lot uh, over the course of my life, and I, I'm, I'm happy that I, I have a better vetting system and then I have more wisdom and years and so on and, and and definitely do your research. Don't be fooled into the flattery of, oh, you're so great. Look what a great product you have. Look what a great reputation. You know, that's the love bombing stage, isn't it? And then when they pull the carpet out from under the rug, uh, that's gone and so are your ideas and so is your money. Um, and so on. But, and by the way, Dale, I, I wanted to bring up um, a, 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 one of the comments on my YouTube. I, I'm, I'm, I'm still thinking about it. I think about it all the time. The comment was something like, let's start a WTF group of people who are more enlightened to get in the conversation. I don't quite know how to do that. Um, and, uh, I'll, I'll try to figure that out, but I, I'm, I'm just saying that I, I love the idea and I'll, I'll try to see how that could be done. And if you have any ideas, by all means, you know how to get a hold of me, Dale, just call me. Okay. Uh, because yeah, I, I would love to. 
I will follow up on that. Um, one of the things that you had also uh, mentioned on a previous show was the speed at which they love bomb is a tip off. If they come on so fast upon the first meeting and then all of a sudden within hours or days, they're right on and life is great. And you were the lost person in their life for whatever reason. Right. Um, be, be warned that that isn't natural. There's something going on. <laughs> right. And please study the mind map, everyone, because the more insight you have literally your sight into that person, including their woundedness, because most good hearted people want to heal wounded people. It's just that most unhealed people um, are not really quite there to heal. They think they are. They may, may even fool themselves into thinking that they're there to heal, but there's something rotten in the state of Denmark, as Shakespeare says, when, uh, when the synergy part is missing. I mean, my goodness, if somebody does something wonderful for me, my first instinct is to acknowledge them and remember that and, and, and add light to their light and somehow pay them back over time with, with, with something good. And, and, and that's just what people do who want to play another game of life besides manipulation and control, which I talk a lot about in other episodes. And they want to play the, the game of life of synergy. And so in creating this discussion group, uh, of course, we're going to focus on the one plus one is greater than three phenomenon. And, and I think what most people with NPD uh, uh, traits or, uh, you know, hev heavily uh, laden with these, these traits of lacking empathy and needing to be superior at somebody else's expense, what they don't understand, they don't understand synergy. They truly think that by sharing their, their um, credit with somebody else, it's going to take away from them because that is the blueprint, right? The blueprint is the parents robbed them, the parents manipulated them, the parents control. So they're doing a WTF. Does that hopefully make sense to everybody? Certainly yeah. I, it, makes sense to you. The synergy, the synergy, the synergy could be amazing. Uh, amazing. Because we could share, we could share so many insights and um, we could learn so much from each other. And um, maybe you could set up a, uh, a zoom meeting or something i don't know a closed, I, I, closed I, uh, do I just you know there are all these legal ethical this and that's to it uh uh sometimes i just get kind of a little bit deer in the headlights like oh i really want to do it i just don't know how to do it so let me try to figure that out okay uh you're i, I assume okay. another state yeah yeah i'll i'll have to i'll have to get back i'll i'll, I'll email or, or contact you um and and but i have to go tonight i i need to i think i told you i'm a caretaker and i need to to leave the call right now so thank you so much for calling in always great to hear from you and sharing this all right appreciate it you take good night care. good night yeah synergy that's just you know something that most people don't play the game of panel 789 which is a paradigm shifting sense of shift synergy and then recoding and, um, and and some form of a peace or unity because they're always trapped in chaos defenses um, and breakdowns. Um, so, so, so just some, some other things to look out for. A narcissist chooses their targets based on how useful and resourceful you're going to be to their ego. So they have something to gain. So they will latch onto you because they will first idealize you and make you really special, which is a phase of development in childhood where you idealize the parent. You look up to your parents because your parents are your source. But then because something goes awry in the developmental process, either you're emotionally abandoned or you're controlled or you're, you're parentified or, or, or something goes wrong in that parental 
uh, child dynamic, when that goes wrong, it spins the system out of, uh, out of whack and uh, ugly things happen and the whole thing is set up differently. So instead of first idealizing the parent and the parent mirroring back to the child that they're wonderful and important to them and that they're special, that doesn't happen. The special feeling is only gonna happen for that child if they do their parents' bidding, meaning that they'll they'll clean the house or uh, support their cause or, you know, whatever it is. So, you know, what, what happens here, and I see this every day in therapy and, and in life, is that we have, because of our injuries, a cracked lens of perception. And so that the, the coveted, idealized person isn't really looked upon as somebody that the narcissist particularly wants to be friends with and continue along the yellow brick road of life with. They're only there as they were only there to be sucked, sucked dry from. And so if you've got something very special, some special ideas or some special uh, uh, book or song or whatever, then again, um, people who are, are, are empty shells and they don't have their own ideas will, uh, so to speak, siphon you out of your ideas, just not only not credit you, but they will actually discredit you. Okay, so again, there's no real hierarchy. When I look at my four forefathers, I think that's the right way to put it. People like Dr. John Bowlby and Albert Ellis, cognitive behavioral psychologist, and people like Margaret Mahler, and people like Sigmund Freud, and uh, people like um, Fritoff Kapra, who talks about sustainability. It is with pride and pleasure that I give them credit because I don't have a feeling that I'm taking away from myself by doing so. On the contrary, it actually feels good that I am uh, elevating those that elevate me because they've shared their ideas, their philosophies, and so on. And so again, I want to bring home the point that synergy is not a, 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 a it's not a sin. Synergy is not a vampiring effect. So if you are synergizing with the right healthy individual because remember me plus another can only be synergistic if it's a healthy me plus a healthy other a healthy you a healthy me creates a healthy we and if one person is uh, 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 having a hole in the soul and they're not too healthy then they will latch on to the other. And I talk about this in my book, Be the Cause, Healing Human Disconnect. I talk about the vampiring effect. So the opposite of synergy is vampiring. And so if you felt like you came to the table with the right intentions and then left the table feeling gaslit and, and, and sort of emptied out and, 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 and your head is, you're scratching your head and spinning, I think, again, like Dale said, check that person out, see what their reputation is. And if you don't check them out from a business point of view, then do a little bit of mind mapping in your own head. Learn to think like a shrink so that you can understand what the drive is behind their game. And, and, and even more importantly, what is the drive behind your game because the empathic person is driven by fixing people and sharing and making the world a, a better place all beautiful things but please 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 do not give away your energy to people who will suck you dry okay and if you feel that they're beginning to do that then um just simply split get rid of them literally cut off because it's not going to get um, any better. 
So according to an article written by Amy Moran, Forbes magazine, seven things only narcissists do in business include, number one, they make it clear that they know everything. Number two, they insist on being the exception to the rules. So they know no, no boundaries and they'll walk all over you and they're the exception because they're so great they could do anything because it's playing by their own rules. Why? In reaction to the fact that their family of origin, their blueprint played by their own rules and didn't consider their feelings. So now they're acting out and acting in, 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 uh, in reaction to all of that. They also project an image of superiority. This is a very important piece because anybody who has to puff and look better than what, what they, they really earned, because I think if you're superior and you've earned it, good for you. But if you're superior and you've, you've siphoned it off from another person without crediting them, then that's not superiority, that's stealing, plain and simply put. Um, also, they make a great first impression. We talked about that, the love bombing stage, but quickly they wear their welcome and uh, they often even act like victims, like poor me, look what I'm going through, look how hurt I've been, look at how I've been treated. And then the kind empathic person is seduced by that into wanting to help and wanting to make a difference and wanted, wanting to crack their narcissistic shell. What a challenge. Um, they boost their egos by implying others are inferior. So not only do they take, they then demean, devalue, destroy, and their favorite part is to discard because once they've discarded you, then there's no chance that, that they can uh, uh, be crediting you because you don't exist. You don't exist at all. So now you're discarded. Um, they also assume that everyone adores them. This is very, very important because as children, they were either over adored for what they were doing and how they were supporting their parents, whether they were uh, parentified children or whether they were um, having to um, support their parents' ideas and philosophies and, and religions and so on and so forth, um, then, then, then they're in a position where um, now it's their turn. It's their turn to be in the spotlight. It's their turn to be adored. And they always put their own feelings ahead of others' needs. Why? because this was done to them. So I'm hoping that you're learning these patterns and you're learning to think like a shrink because in order to really understand what the Freud is going on, you've got to go back to the inception point. And in order to heal from narcissistic injuries and, and, and even if you yourself are suffering from narcissistic uh, traits, Again, this is not sustainable. It's going to break down. It, it, it just, it, it isn't built properly. Um, in the eyes of a narcissist, they are entitled to your time, your energy, your ideas, your resources. They will definitely uh, enlist your, uh, your, your, your money and your time and ideas. And they'll, they'll do things on your dime. So be careful of that and anything they, they can read for their benefit. When presenting a clear and established boundary, be prepared to be greeted with gaslighting, deflection, manipulation, guilt, bullying, and even lawsuits. Like, hey, you stole my idea. I did it first. And so buyer beware when you sign up for anything with somebody who is not in a healthy mental state. Um, please understand once again that you're signing up for chaos, uh, defenses, and breakdowns. And what, one of the, the big hints um, is when they, at the end, after they've discarded you, they will literally 
um, even before they'll start ghosting you because they don't want to reveal their process of how they're siphoning your goodies off. So you'll feel you'll feel it in your gut. There's going to be a coldness there, a disconnect. Uh, there's going to be a, a, a kind of a withdrawal to the point where you're feeling in your gut, hmm, this doesn't feel right. I'm not in a relationship with this person. I now feel that something has uh, shifted. So please trust your gut on this one. And I do have time for another call in. So please do. I want to hear from you. And if you've had this experience, then certainly I know those who are listening, many of you have had this experience. So what do you do about that is please you do your, your healing journey so that you don't um, uh, get into the dynamics of people pleasing people who are not fixable from the point of view of you can't fix them. There's nothing that you can do to give them more, more money, more time, more ideas, because they have a hole in their soul. Anything that you give them just falls through. So there's no real buildup of goodwill. And so that's why they will never acknowledge you. Um, so, so, so that's the best thing that you do <clears throat> for yourself is to heal thyself so that you don't get caught into this bad game. <clears throat> so from a mind map perspective, remember, narcissists go beyond boundaries. They do this by establishing self-defined boundaries, which can often lead to stealing, plagiarizing, getting in trouble with the law, and ultimately becoming a liability. So if you find yourself spending legal fees on these people, then um, not too surprising because, again, they're, they're sticky and they're hard to, um, they're hard to really get rid of without legal boundaries. Uh, so where are these core beliefs coming from that they're operating from? So they're on an operating manual of the wounds and core beliefs that reflect things like, I am not good enough. Somebody feeling I am not good enough needs to huff and puff and blow themselves up and be grandiose and better than. I am a liability. So the opposite, I'm not a liability. I'm going to create liability. I'm going to siphon off somebody else's stuff so that I can be a gain and not a liability. Uh, their their self-fulfilling prophecy is a complete WTF repeat of their childhood wounds. And, and it's so deep and it's so unconscious that what, what they often do is they will think that they're so great and so wise and such great healers or scientists or engineers that they'll, 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 they'll cut themselves off from um, acknowledging that this is coming from an unhealthy place. And then they will, instead of going backwards to really heal and own their own stuff, there, they will go forward into their own greatness so that they can get accolades from public. And I'm, I'm sure you've heard of, of, of leaders and gurus and priests and, and rabbis and all kinds of people who are great pillars in their community only to self-aggrandize. And their agenda is not exactly altruistic. I think there's even a term called are altruistic narcissists. I'm, I'm guessing that an altruistic narcissist is using altruism to hide behind. It's the mask so that people can think they're great. But again, consciousness is causal. So if they're in the consciousness of ripping you off and gaining popularity and money and so on at your expense without sharing their light and earning the light, um, beware. Uh, so again, they are filling their own hole in the soul 
with others' ideas and identities, and you just definitely don't want to be pumping their pump because you will be depleted in mind, body, soul. You'll feel it in your muscles. You'll feel it in your stomach. You'll feel it in your bank account. You'll feel it on, on, on all levels. When dealing with a narcissist, please, that's to avoid doing business with them. So if there aren't any other calls, um, I'll just end by saying that we have a wonderful team of people and an ounce of prevention is a pound of cure. Geniuses prevent problems. Smart people solve them. Let's be geniuses. Let's use the mind map as a tool to know more, to go deeper, to panel, um, pattern recognize. I was going to say panel recognize, and that's true because of the panels, they illuminate a pathway. Um, so again, always protect yourself legally. Make sure everything is in writing. Pay attention to patterns of praise and adoration. Set and maintain clear, solid boundaries. If you can avoid doing business with them, please avoid it. So everybody take care of yourself and heal so that you're not at the effect of people like this and the whole point of the mind map is to be the cause of better outcomes for your life. And uh, if anyone wants a free, free consultation, please do not hesitate to call, follow us on YouTube and uh, I have Facebook and I've got an Instagram with some cool quotes. And one of the quotes that I want to leave you with is that Narcissists fill their hole in the soul by fill mint. And what healthy people do is they fill themselves with fulfillment, which is then synergistic, which then leads to more light and creates uh, uh, more light in other people. It's an enhancement of the human race rather than a detraction from so thank you everybody for tuning in. I really appreciate the opportunity to put this out and psychoeducate everyone. Uh, and I'll see you next week. Good night, everybody. And if you've enjoyed my show, please subscribe to my channel. If you need help, please call the number below. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.